I was thinking about flipping and I wasn't feeling excited about doing that and I knew that I wanted to do an Airbnb but I was thinking I've got to take the emotion out of it because that's what I love doing so I need to be flipping and it's I think it's about going with your gut instinct as well because once I made the decision no I'm going to make it work I'm going to do an Airbnb that's what I want to do I'm so excited about it now. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, hello everyone. We It's that time of the week again. It's Thursday and today I have the lovely Katrina Lumsden. So just to remind you, what we're actually doing is we're recording the podcast live. We're doing it through StreamYard. So if you are watching and you want to comment or ask a question, please give StreamYard permission to show your name so that otherwise it just puts up some generic like user or Facebook user or something like that, which is not very personal. So if you could do that, that would be great. So firstly, I want to introduce Katrina. And so Katrina and I have a lot in common because I see that she's had transforming homes in mind since she was about 13. And basically, she's obsessed with real estate and has done a few short courses about property investing over the years. She would love to flip houses with her hubby full-time and create a property portfolio of lots of little havens. And so Katrina has a business around short-term rental, and I'll let Katrina tell you about that. But what I want to tell you is her big goal, and that's to buy, renovate, and design a hotel in a cool holiday property. Think Palm Springs meets Coastal Luxe. Love that, Katrina. (laughs) And so Katrina has joined our Wonder Women program. And so we'll talk a little bit about that in a little while. But firstly, can you just give me a little bit of background? Like I've given you some background about your love of beautiful spaces, but about you as a person. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Bernadette, and thanks for having me. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty down to earth and very sort of genuine person. I'm always that person people go to for a shoulder to cry on. I love to be there for my friends and my family. And I'm a mum of three boys who are now 22, 19 and 15, nearly 16. So they're all at a point in their lives where they're very independent. They don't need me much anymore. And yeah, so it's sort of, I sort of feel like the last few years, I've really grown a lot and learned who I am as Katrina, not just as a mum and a wife. And I'm just doing things for myself a little bit more now and looking after myself. And one of those things was to follow my passion of property and stop bloody talking about it and actually, (laughs) actually buy something and do something about it. So that's why I'm here. Yeah, and it's really great. And also you have a business. Do you want to just yes. talk, quickly refer yeah. to that you do in it? And so we, we're really up to speed with who you are. Yes, thank you. I have a business called Studio Haven and I'm on Instagram at studiohaven underscore au. 
And I work with holiday homeowners to elevate and transform their homes into must-stay destinations. So I have such a passion for interiors and I've been working in industry now for about eight years and I started in property styling and I've done hundreds of houses and transformed lots of houses and my passion is really in holidays and holiday properties. So it was just a natural progression that I would actually work with people in that area. So I'm now truly doing something that just lights me up and I, yeah, just love working with people to to create that elevated holiday home that can earn them a really great income. Yeah, and I have to say we all love your style and Thank that's you. been certainly the property that we're about to talk about is something that's made it really clear your talent and so that's what I, that's the first thing we'll talk about in terms of what you set out to do with the property that you have just created. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I didn't specifically ask this before and you've sort of answered it, but I just really want to highlight the fact that the styling for holiday accommodation really is your superpower. Would you agree? Yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and something that... I think in terms of renovating that it's really important to sort of stick with your superpower in at least when you're getting started because it will get you results much quicker than if you jump out and into another area and start yeah so if you can blend the two that it one it really feeds into your passion and two it helps you get good results, which I think is really important, particularly when you're getting started, because mm-hmm. it's all about building confidence. And once you've sort of developed that confidence, then you really the sky is your oyster. Yeah. So you've created this property now, which, so what was the thing, do you want to tell us a little bit about what the thinking was behind it when you set out to do this project? Sure. So just so that everybody sort of knows what Bernadette's talking about, I've actually built a, and I call it a studio in our fresco space in our backyard. We're on 950 square metre block, so it's quite large. And we had have a pool up the backyard, which then had quite a large chunk of land behind the pool. And that was always just a jungle. It was just lots and lots of rubbish and we were constantly having to clean it up. And we weren't really using the space the way that it could be used. We'd come up and have a swim and then we'd just disappear back into the house. So we initially were going to build a granny flat and or an Airbnb up the back. And when we started looking at all the plans and the reality of actually having some strangers in our backyard and the way that it was going to be built was right on the pool. We had to access right up to the very edge of the pool. So we just started thinking how else can we create an income but also create a space that we can use as a family. So because of my passion for holiday homes and with everything we've been through with COVID and everything else, I have a real like passion to create a holiday at home feel that wherever you are in your home, whether you're living in the suburbs or whether you are on the water, you can feel like you're on holidays every day when you walk in your home. And that's something that I've been doing with my clients for years now. So I decided to build, we 
because my husband was had a lot to do with it, build a space that had that kind of resort style feel that when we came up here, we felt like we were going on a little holiday. And we had a lot of factors that we needed to consider. So we've got large families, so we need enough space for everybody to fit when we entertained. I wanted it to be a space that my boys could use that I wasn't really precious about it as well. But then the, the final thing was I still wanted to be able to earn an income from it. So before we did all the plans, I had to think how the space was going to be used before we actually started to think about the design. And then we created the space around that. Beautiful. And do you want to just quickly just take us for a little tiny tour so that we can just yes. check it out? I think I know everyone will love it. Let me unplug. <laughs> so this is the little studio living space here. And this overlooks the pool, but the pool's being renovated at the moment. And it's looking pretty average. So I might just not show that today. But no. this is the bathroom. I can't see. Oh, here we go. This is the little bathroom that we've done. And I made it, I wanted it to have a really kind of luxe feel and I wanted it to be neutral so that when people rented it out, it's actually got white floors and the white walls. So they can actually remove those furniture pieces if they need to and have a really blank canvas. That's my little office space at the moment, but that's going to be a kitchenette with like a bar so we can make cocktails. <laughs> Very important. And then we've also got this side over here as well, which is just another space to capture shots and it allows me to have a little bit of storage in there as well. Beautiful. And then this out here, so I'll just show, that's our, we've got a gas strut window. Can you see that? Yep. That opens out there. And one of the girls in the Wonder Women group, Trudy Selleck, she yep. has inspired me to put in a little ice tray right there. Yeah, that was <laughs> just pretty uh, cool idea, wasn't that? Yeah, it was a great idea. So, yeah, so this is the outdoor space. We've got the barbecue and we've got an area up here where this is all our favourite part of the space, this little day bed. Yeah. I always yeah. find the boys up here listening to music and having some time out of the house. So that's a really great thing too. It gives us all a place to go just for a bit of our own time. And then that's the fireplace that we built. We used recycled brick to build that and we've got a bioethanol fire in there. So then we've got just a nice, can you see that properly? I'm trying to get yeah. the angle. No, we've got a nice, I'll come here. We've got a nice sort of seating area that we can relax and sort of have drinks around, but then we've also got the dining table and space as well. So I had to think about creating lots of little nooks. You can see the swing there. Yeah. And um and then the pool. I will quickly show the pool, but it's it's pretty bad because we're just fixing some waterproofing so that we can actually get it ready for summer to actually swim in. But that's the end of the pool there. And yep. we're just doing a little bit of work around that. So we've got lots of different spaces that people can photograph, but also that we can personally use as well for our family. So, yeah. So I don't think you actually mentioned what the use was you've come up with in order to derive an income. So what's Sorry. the plan? So it's, we're going to be rent. We have got it on Aloka AU, which is a photo shoot location. And you can, when you go on there, you can actually choose if you want to use it for movies or the film, as well as photo shoot or workshops. So you can 
pick and choose what you want to rent it as. And we're going, we've got it on there for photo shoot locations. So that's for people who want headshots or they're doing new branding for maybe products, candles, homewares, cushions, that sort of thing. And yeah, commercials and things like that. So we have put that onto this site and we're just, we've blocked out a little bit just to finish off around the pool and that'll be ready to go. It's actually live and you can book in after, I think it's mid-July now. So, Wow. And so you can do workshops there as well. Oh, Louise Shervington's on. She's saying she's stalking your Instagram. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. <laughs> So ask what sort of clients you have. It's only just gone up, hasn't it? It's just gone up, but I've done my research and it's people who are looking to, they might have a candle range and they just need that backdrop to do all the professional photography. Also people in who have got businesses and they want to get team headshots and things, but they just need a space to do it. Hmm. And I think that I've just recently reduced, there's a minimum hour that you can rent it. And I've just reduced it to two hours because I personally think that that is what most people would only need it for. So I want to make it available to people. I've had girls contact me that are looking to book about creating content here for their reels and their Instagram. And I've also had girls, another girl with a, a pajama range that's looking to come and shoot her range here. So yeah, it's quite broad that what you can yeah. use it for. And the and workshops as well, I'm actually thinking I might look into that. Like if you wanted to host a clay workshop but you didn't have anywhere to do it, you could rent the space for that. I have been looking at venues for our boardroom, which we do with the diamonds once a year. Mm-hmm. And how many people can you sit around a table? Well, at the moment it seats you can seat eight to ten, but we've got another table we can extend. So we could just that whole outdoor area could be yeah. one long table if you needed it to be. Okay. Yeah. It might not quite be big enough, but I'll talk to you about no. that later because that hmm. would be beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I better get that. So brilliant idea. Love the concept. And, yeah, so I do agree. I think it's going to do really well because particularly with Instagram, I know I really, I'm really bad at this, but the aesthetics is really important. Yeah. Yep, so, yeah. So that's that. So roughly how much, do you have a budget for what you spent on the project? It's kind of broad because Pete, my husband's a builder, and so he did a lot of it himself, which that's why it took so long to do. <laughs> it really did take us nearly two years from beginning to end. So I w- it was around about the 160K. and. Okay. That's, but that is utilising your, like the trade discounts that we get through being renovators. Yeah. So, and, and being like we got recycled bricks where we could, or we'd even, there's lots of places you can pick up free bricks when you're doing just people are getting rid of them and you're just doing your, like the rendering, the rendered bench seats. We just used free or recycled bricks. So just thinking outside the square and trying to save where you can with the concrete floor I wanted to have beautiful polished concrete floor but we couldn't afford that so we just got a steel cut finish and I'm going to put an epoxy topping on it to protect it so yeah yeah and so was the furnishing of it or the fit out in that or was that over and above no that was over and above yeah 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 I've been buying things for quite some time in anticipation of it so Yeah. yeah And so realistically, once it gets up and running, 
what do you see as being your anticipated income? Oh, look, when I first had it on, I had a minimum. It's so at the moment it's on for $200 an hour. Mm. So if I was to get two bookings a week, that's $800 a week. So that's pretty good income for basically I just have to come up now and tidy it up, make sure it's all ready for them. And yeah, it's ready to go. And it's that's very realistic. So you're talking Mm. about two half day bookings. Pardon? Yes. Yeah. And obviously there's room for more. And the beauty of it is that when we were looking at it as an Airbnb to rent out, we, instead of having somebody up here all the time and earning that regular income, which probably would have worked out, I think it's about 600 a week at the moment in my area. So you're still looking at roughly that same, I know it's regular, but it's Mm. sort of roughly the same amount. But by doing it this way, then we've still got access to it. We still have a space for our family to use and when we've got things on I can block the weeks out if I don't want to have people in I can just block it out and then as much as I want to advertise it and spend on marketing I think the world I could earn dollars yeah yeah I definitely agree with you I think Mm. probably even on Airbnb you'd do much better than 600 a week because yeah maybe now I looked at that a little while ago yeah and it's an unusual space. And they do a lot better. But yeah, that's amazing. And so were there did you find any challenges with the actual project? Working with my husband was mm. probably the biggest one. <laughs> Me changing my mind and <laughs> not really. I think our biggest challenge was time because we were doing a lot of it ourselves. And I would say that yeah. would be the main challenge because he Pete works six days a week. So there wasn't a lot of time around that for him to physically do the work. But, yeah, I didn't really find, because I've we've renovated a few homes, I think that we kind of had that bit down pat. Yeah. 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 And so let's talk about what's next for you. So your goal, your big kahuna, <laughs> is to renovate a, a hotel. Yeah. So I love that idea. So what are you That's doing about that? <laughs> Well, I like my right now, my goal is to I was getting ahead of myself, I think, and I was looking at sort of I want to create a collective of holiday homes up and down the coast that all come under the umbrella of my studio haven. And that's my I would love to have that. So I'm starting with a new one soon. I'm getting all of my ducks in a row and I'm on the lookout for a holiday home and I'm going to be setting that up and that's going to be part of my business. Yeah. And the big goal, I think, when we were at the Wonder Women retreat and that's something that I found so inspiring is we all got up and were to say what was our big plan for the next five years and I think I said that I wanted to have, I think it was maybe three holiday homes in the next five years and somebody got up after me and said, I don't know, I think it was six or seven. And I remember thinking, wow, like I need to dream bigger because it's achievable. It's definitely achievable. And I keep myself, I think you've got to learn to dream bigger. So, yeah, and that hotel, like I'm always on the lookout for that little project or big project. That would be amazing. Yeah, and I love, because when you and I first talked, you were talking about doing a flip. 
Mm -hmm. And I really love the fact that you've got back into your sort of your lane because Mm -hmm. the opportunities for you with the skill that you've got are so great. And even if you do end up flipping, Mm -hmm. then you've got all those numbers that sort of add to the attractiveness of the property. It means you can buy properties in areas where the price is not so high, more regional areas. Uh, and then use that skill that you've got to add another string to the property's bow so that it's even more attractive as an investment property. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the other thing is I got an email from a lady the other day and she said, basically, she said, I'm on Centrelink and I've only got a couple of hundred thousand in the world. That's all I've got. And I don't see myself ever being able to buy property and I live in Tasmania and I'd be happy to move to Melbourne or Sydney. And I thought, I can't believe you can't buy something in Tasmania. And I had a look in the Tasmanian market. I would have found about 15 properties that were between seventy-five and 180000 And one of them was this really cute little, I know we're all into churches at the moment, but it was a cute little church out the middle of nowhere. And I thought, that would be awesome for someone that was on the Airbnb track. Mm-hmm cheap and you could yeah so I think (laughs) it's a great strategy and I think that you will do really well I think one of the things that it's important to do is try and get the properties or as many properties as you can try and land bank because Mm. that means they've already started to grow while you're holding them and to get around to doing something with them yes Um, yeah but I know we went and visited Louise Shervington yesterday who's on the call today and she was renovating a property that she has owned in Newcastle for 20 years and she paid I know she won't mind me sharing but she paid 160,000 for it and so all she's done is just let that look after itself more or less and now she is renovating it and she's going to take the income she's spending quite a lot 150,000 on it but she's mm-hmm. taking the income up from Five hundred to a thousand dollars a week, and so by buying it early, mm. it's had all that growth. So if you can manage to land bank, and often that's around broadening your mindset around money. Definitely and thinking about that. Yeah. So I remember but, Louise saying as well that she was able to use that property as it grew to fund other investments she was making as well. Yeah. Yeah. From the yeah. Yeah, so I think once you start, you get your first one and then you can, it sort of gives you legs, like you start to think, oh, well, is that okay? I can maybe do the next one. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm really excited for you because it's always so, I think, motivating and inspiring when you can produce such a beautiful-looking product. You know, it's just that, that little bit nicer. So, yeah, so I love what you're doing. And Thank you. And I think what you were saying before about when I was thinking about flipping and I wasn't feeling excited about doing that and I knew that I wanted to do an Airbnb but I was thinking I've got to take the emotion out of it because that's what I love doing so I need to be flipping. And it's I think it's about going with your gut instinct as well because once I made the decision, no, I'm going to make it work, I'm going to do an Airbnb, that's what I want to do. 
I'm so excited about it now. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm so pleased that you've decided to go that way. It Mm. will serve you well. And the other thing I was going to say to you is I think one of the things as women, often we keep ourselves small because we, you know, it's scary to sort of step out, you know, out of your comfort zone. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot because I feel that some of the women in our group should be making more profit than they are. They should be, they're doing, they're sort of, yeah, they've got the process and just not, yeah, not, I don't Mm. think, making quite Mm. enough, just some. And so I'm looking at addressing that in our annual conference and we're actually, we've called it the Millionaire Renovator and it's going to be all about building up your mindset and strategies for scaling up. So I feel quite excited about that because I think it will have a big impact on projects and on outcomes. That's awesome because I know for me personally, like I'm an interior designer, I have been and managed projects, I know all the plans, I've got a builder for a husband. What what is stopping me? But it has. I have been stuck on this for years. So it's like you just got to push yourself out of your comfort zone and it's something that I've been doing in the last few years and every single time I push myself out of my comfort zone and it's scary and you feel scared about it, it's been the best thing I've ever done. So that's my advice to anyone, just push yourself out of your comfort zone, push through it because, you know, what's on the other side is is where it all is, where all the magic happens. Yeah. Beautiful. And so if someone wanted to get in touch with you about your what you do, your Mm -hmm. business, they had a property that they would like your input on, how does that happen? What do you want them to do? Well, they can either send me a DM at studiohaven underscore au or you can head over to my website, which is studiohaven.com.au and there's a lot, all the information about what I do and lots of images. And also I have a podcast as well. So I launched that probably about well, actually nearly two months ago now, and it's called Holiday in Style. And I actually alternate, I interview women who are running and hosting their own holiday homes who have created beautiful interiors because I'm a big believer that you need to invest in the interiors of your holiday home to magnetise and draw your guests into your stay because if you can't get them in there, how can they experience how amazing your property is? So I do that once a fortnight plus I'm going to be interviewing professionals in the setting up of holiday homes and I'm going to, Bernadette's going to come on as a guest and chat about all the renovating side of it. And then on the other alternate week, then I just I share interiors tips and tricks and tips to help people either at home or in their holiday home. So, yes. Beautiful. So, hmm. yes, we'll definitely put a link to the podcast as well in the show notes. And, yeah, so I want to thank you for coming on today. It was really nice to have some beautiful visuals. It always makes the episodes a lot better. And I know that I, I will get Mikey to slot some images of the area because it's always nice to see um, the photos. Yeah. Yeah. And just to say we love having you in our community and we think you're going to do great things. So thank you, Katrina. Thanks, Bernadette. And I love being in there and I've made some great friends and some great connections in the group. So just an absolutely beautiful group of women.
just killing it. Like they inspire me every day when they seeing some of the things these women are doing. It's very Um, inspiring. Yeah. It makes me laugh sometimes because we like we'll have someone that is very quite shy. And we had this happen quite a bit at the retreat. And you'll say, so what projects are you on? And then they start reeling off all these <laughs> projects. And it's, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So women doing big things, which is good. Absolutely. Well, You've created an amazing community. Yes, I'm very grateful, Katrina. Mm-hmm. So thank you. If you want to meet up with a group of savvy renovating I shouldn't say it's all women because it's not, but savvy renovators, I'll say. Come over and join She Renovates. It's completely free Facebook group and it is growing at the rate of knots. We hit a thousand members just recently and now it seems to have picked up momentum. And so they are all savvy renovating women and men that are working their little hearts out to live a better life through renovating. Join if you're not already a member, and then ask, comment, and do whatever you would like to do in order to further your renovation journey. And that's it for me today. So I'll see you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.